0: could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
1: From the traffic center, got a Wreck 67 and I-65. Under the overpass, of course, that's priceable in Morgan County. That one's a no injury. And we got Pulaski Pike and Cedar Point. They're reporting that one as an injury type. On-the-job injuries can happen. Senior Timberlake and Lee can't help. 536 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Hey, I'm
2: Jamie Johnson. When we reach the age of 18, voting becomes our civic duty. But what if it was our job? We wouldn't be so quick to call in sick or go back home if the lines were too long or just dismiss the idea altogether. Elections are also how we collectively write the song that tells our story, and voting is our solitary voice. So register to vote and go get your government-issued photo
0: ID and add your voice to the song of Alabama. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, More along the lines of just half a brain, and for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning, once again, here's the Valley's longest-reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. You know, there's a
3: little secret rule. It's not really secret because we tell candidates and we tell the audience all the time. Uh, no candidates the day before the election because we don't want anybody dropping a bomb and then we don't give the other side a chance to respond. Of course, I guess you could do that on a Friday too. But John Meredith, you're the, you get the last word <laughs> going into this runoff election. How are you?
4: I'm fine. Thank you. I appreciate
3: it. Uh, John is uh, challenging in District 5 in, uh, in the Huntsville City Council District 5. I want to get to, and I, and I was talking to the incumbent about this a little bit and, you and i had the discussion last time you heard about how far flung this district is oh yeah i mean it's it, it, there's you got parts in Huntsville you got parts in in uh in and around Madison people are confused about the jurisdiction mm-hmm. then you go then you jump over into limestone county and you got mm-hmm. large swaths of of territory we got development going on out there because Mazda Toyota just happens to be in the middle of that district 5. Um, do do we reach a point where we need more and I look I don't want to pay more pay for more council people but it, it looks like we're going to end up about 200,000 plus by the time the census is all said and done. That's, and you got the city of Madison with seven council members. We have five. And then you look at District 5, the, the office you're seeking. How can you manage something like that without maybe chopping it up a little bit and having some more? I, I think we gotta have the discussion about more council members, don't
4: we? Well, for years I have uh, said just that. You know, I've published articles about it. I've uh, had interviews on uh, the local news and other places uh, about that very issue. Right now we are effectively too big a city for five people to manage, uh, excluding the mayor, of course. Um, we need to be at least seven, and frankly, probably nine. Would you um, go to nine? Because you know, the,
3: the feds are going to have to be involved in this, because the feds are involved in everything, unfortunately,
4: I, I think <laughs> nine, ultimately, but not right away. I yeah. think we have to go to seven and stay there for a while. Uh, going to nine would just be too chaotic. Yeah. Uh, but seven, I think, certainly makes each district uh, more manageable. Um, and, of course, I think the, even if we stay at five, but certainly if we go up to seven, you're going to have to reconfigure the districts. Uh, right now, District 5 is very unique, uh, I- as you mentioned. Uh, we're in North Huntsville. We are go all the way out we're in North Huntsville, um basically uh the, the far flung region is Maston Lake and Pulaski Pike, all the way to the uh five sixty five sixty five is District 5. We surround the City of Madison, so we actually have to work, our district, work with the City of Madison to better serve the people that are City of Huntsville that lie north of Madison, south of Madison, and west of Madison. Uh, Limestone County, completely different issues. Some of their stuff is constitutionally uh, mandated, have to be provided by Limestone County. So Huntsville Utilities or the City of Huntsville can't help them. Completely different issues. And you either get the blame or the credit depending on how it goes. Right.
3: Right? But, if, but, you're the, if you happen to be the, the councilman or whoever the person is in charge.
4: Absolutely. But we have to first at least acknowledge that those differences exist. And that's the frustrating part for the people that are in Limestone. That's what they're telling me. Half of them, frankly, didn't realize that they were even entitled to vote in the city of Huntsville election because they lived in Limestone County. That so, is I mean, crazy. It's, it's just a very interesting. Uh, Set of issues that are unique to at this point neighborhoods in various parts of District Five. So
3: if you don't know you're eligible to vote in the city election, you 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 also don't know that you you can get a pothole probably filled by a city crew. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it becomes really like exactly. you're mad at the
4: wrong people. Or frankly, that you could be re- called the jury duty in the city of Huntsville. Oh yeah. You know I mean, I, so, what it, it, exactly? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's a very interesting and unique district that certainly needs to be split, at least, uh, not necessarily in half, but uh, needs to be reconfigured.
3: You've been an insider for a long time, and I, I don't say that negatively, or oh, you can look at it Thank negatively, you. some people can, <laughs> but in the consulting world, in in the working in campaigns and helping people, uh, this time you're a candidate. Yes. Uh, what have you learned, in, in particularly, because you're running in a far-flung district, as we've mentioned. Yeah, there are a lot of people to please. You're not going to please everybody. What, what have you learned in this process, having for all those years been on the inside in a consulting role, and now you're the guy that, you know, basically is taking the arrows and firing some too? Let's, you know, it goes both ways, right?
4: Well, the biggest lesson I've learned is that the establishment, uh, is powerful. That, um, those that are in power will do pretty much anything possible to retain that power, and that it is very, very challenging for someone to uh, beat an incumbent. Um there are some distinct advantages, uh, particularly in this race, uh, we're not being, the incumbent is very helpful, particularly with the background, uh, that, uh, the incumbent has because right now policing is, a, a very hot issue and, uh, I'm certainly in a better position uh, to bring change about in that regard. All right, let's let's address that one mm-hmm. since you brought it up. Mm-hmm,
3: we'll get sure. we're, you know because we're we're sitting here in an era where we can't even agree of what a <laughs> protester is. The definition keeps getting broadened. In fact, the Associated Press just put out an advisement on what a protester is, and mm. I went and I went, huh? Mm. <laughs> we're trying to redefine things, and we can't even figure it out. All right, John Merrill. Uh, John Merrill is our Secretary <laughs> of State. John Meredith. See, I've already promoted you. Uh, John Meredith is running for a District Five Huntsville City Council coming up. John Merrill's in the news. I'm Mike
0: Gallagher, the Happy Conservative Warrior. Join me weekday mornings from eight to eleven here, where Huntsville comes to talk. WTKI Talk.
5: With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Major League Baseball will allow fans at the World Series and the National League Championship Series. The Fall Classic will be played at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, with about 11,500 tickets. The league could not get permission to sell tickets to the American League Championship Series, which is being played in California. Major League Baseball's first retail store opens in Midtown Manhattan across from Radio City Music Hall. The flagship store in New York City at street level opens with about 10,000 square feet. DraftKings said it has signed a multi-year deal to become the official daily fantasy sports partner and official sports betting partner of the NFL's Philadelphia Eagles. Under the deal, DraftKings will receive exclusive naming rights to a premium lounge in Lincoln Financial Field, where the Eagles play their home games. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr.
4: What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor?
6: hmm mm-hmm.
4: You get someone who understands there's an art to listening, uh-huh.
7: Sure. who's able to hear more than what's being said, and can provide tailored small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard.
6: I understand. Let's get started.
7: For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel v. Pro Platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Syntas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Syntas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. They give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit CentOS.com and get ready for the workday.
0: Tired of the screaming? What are you going to do this weekend for fun? For great ideas, it's Talk Saturday, Saturday mornings at 9 on WTKI Talk.
4: You know that one, don't you? I have to admit, I don't. Well, I don't either. <laughs> it sounds collegiate to me. Yes.
3: We're, we're paying homage to the Bearcats this morning. No, uh, you're wearing a Bearcat hat, but I would not have... Uh, and
4: that shows um, you just how many athletic events I went to while yeah. the student there. <laughs> didn't recognize the, the fight song.
3: <laughs> I did not. That's, a big, the, I did, that, that's where the medical school is too, right? Yeah, medical, medical school, schools. law yeah. school,
4: nursing school, we got it all in UC. Yeah,
3: I know somebody ended up going there, We're, and she was awesome. She, of, she of course. She's going to have an incredible in their, career. In their yeah. logo,
0: it's just like Chick-fil-A,
3: so they you know, got a lot going on <laughs> It's pretty close. Pretty close. We'll fight over that uh, yes. Chick-fil-A sandwich, especially yeah. the spicy one. Oh, it's all good right, stuff. John Meredith, <laughs> I said, John. So I'm not yes. the first person to call you, John Merrill. No. Uh, John Merrill is in the news, and I look. I think we're we're this is other stuff, but it could it could affect it could have affected municipal elections. We keep having the federal judiciary jump in the, in the middle of the game here. We're hmm. in, in some states, we're already voting, and and we keep having the federal courts jumping in, changing mm-hmm. the rules. We got and I I think the Supreme Court will deal with this, so I'm not worried about it. But um, the attorney general's weighed in on it. The John Merrill has weighed in on it, and I guess we'll figure it out. Um, we're we're involved in a runoff election. In fact, there's one in Huntsville, one in Madison, one in Decatur. Um, John Meredith is uh, is the challenger in District Five. You mentioned policing going out uh we've had we've had a couple of things the other night protesters at the mayor's house again Mm -hmm. i don't know if you've ever been up where the mayor lives but that's a dangerous road somebody's gonna get killed standing in the road and the cops are terrified i think of somebody Mm -hmm. getting hurt Mm -hmm. um i i I, I, we got to get back to talking to each other and we got to get we got to get don't we have to stop the insanity at some point
4: Oh, absolutely we do. And I'll go on record as saying I don't uh, think it's appropriate to protest the mayor at his home. Um, I think protest out in front of City Hall is is fine. And, and, yeah, you have a right to protest in front of the man's home, but you also disturb his neighbors at that point. You also, according to you, I, I've never been by the mayor's house, don't even know where he lives, where his neighborhood is. But if the road is that dangerous and um, there is a genuine fear of, of people getting hurt, maybe, oh, it's even, da- it's, it's maybe narrow, even killed. Oh, it's narrow, it's got no shoulder, and well, it's, it's, it's it's certainly <laughs> unsafe. Um, yeah. So I would would uh, encourage folks to protest out in front of city hall or some other municipal building rather than the man's home.
3: Why are we still hung up on uh, June 3rd and June 10th? I think, and June 10th was one I think that got most of the attention. Uh came to light to me, and you may have different mm-hmm. information, but I understand Huntsville, the city of Huntsville Police, they don't even use rubber bullets. So it must either come from the state or the sheriffs. It had to come from some other agency. right? But w- we reached this point where, and, and I think this is where, look, everybody's got a right to protest. Mm-hmm. You've got a right to be out there. But there's also, you've got these officers who want to go home. You've got a community that would like to get some sleep you 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 have a permit that you got to to protest somewhere along the way these protesters became something else and that's where we're having the disagreement right that, that now it is you had your protest and now it's time to disperse and yes there were and I've talked to a number of people in law enforcement um and And other areas, and there were there was a weapon sweep, and there were weapons found, and there were frozen water bottles found. This was going to get nasty now, I think the people who were really going to perpetuate that left because they realized it would but but some of the other people were left to to hang on their own. This had the potential of being a really nasty night and and fortunately it didn 't get worse than it did
4: it it did, but the <sighs> There's so much gray in those two days. They were June 1st and June the 3rd. June 3rd is when the deployment of the rubber bullets happened. Oh, I I said 3rd and 10th. I'm sorry, 1st and 3rd. But but, but that's okay. But I was actually at both events, um, and they were held in Big Spring Park. Mm -hmm. And they had a time on the flyer, and I and probably thousands or hundreds of others showed up there. It was a great event. I mean, folks were there. They they listened to the speakers. I left there with a good feeling in my heart about our makeup and our city and blacks and whites and Asians and and everyone there in that park supporting racial Mm -hmm. equality. Felt good. Went home. And then I turned on the news and... They're, they're they're using sound cannons and and rubber bullets and I'm like what happened? So what what I'm trying yeah. to say is the the formal gathering the formal mm-hmm. event was a great peaceful was, event unifying up, event but it got overshadowed by this horrible thing. I, I, you're you're absolutely right but most people went home Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they were gonna march around the courthouse and initially it was okay local authorities said okay
3: hey fine we'll we'll give you a couple hours and then and but but then it never ended right that's
4: where it got nasty but that's a different event than what was publicized and promoted Mm -hmm. in Spring Park right the people that gathered outside the courthouse had a right to do it. You don't necessarily. Now I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily have to have a permit to gather and protest about something. Permitting has to do with street closures and and mm-hmm. sound and noise and and. But there, and, but there and, was and, a street and closure. And, and and okay, but yeah, they stepped over the line. You're right, but all I'm getting at is the fact that. It wasn't that organized mm-hmm. event. And two, you don't necessarily need a permit to gather and right. protest.
3: And, and local authorities accommodated that.
4: It, it, you, and point. you mentioned that. No, no, yeah. no. You, you mentioned I'm not trying to say that mm-hmm. you didn't say that. You did yeah. up front before I even started talking. Right. You, you said that. And, you, and you're absolutely right. Things did get out of control. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. All I know is what I've gotten on on the news and from some folks that were there outside of what we'll talk about in a second, and that is uh, Chief McMurray's explanation that came Mm -hmm. later. On the third, same thing. You know, there was an organized event, and it went off without a hitch and peaceful, and people left, including me, feeling good about the city again. And then we hear about rubber bullets being used and tear gas. And whether... Considering there have been no reports of, of... Gunfire or, 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 or significant violence on the part of the protesters. I understand someone found a gun, was, was seen with a gun, and the police got to them very mm-hmm. quickly, and, and there, that person did get to use that gun. And there were things thrown. There's things things, things <laughs> thrown at an officer in full ride gear with shields, to me, doesn't warrant the use of rubber bullets or tear gas in return. I might be a minority, but to me, that doesn't, that's not worthy of getting shot with a rubber bullet. And we talk about rubber bullets as if they're actually made of rubber. No, it's a real bullet that's mm-hmm. covered in rubber. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it really packs a wallop. Much it, it's an escalation of violence compared to something being thrown at you. So As what, a private right, citizen, so we don't you, have that right, ability, so right, why do we give it to all police? Right, all right, so
3: what would have been the alternative? Let them stay the whole night? At what point do you, because the sheriff, now, the, and, and, and again, I yeah. watched a lot of the video, too. Yeah. Sheriff Turner tried to tell them, hey, you've had your time, it's time to disperse. They shouted him down. That's why they didn't hear him say it's time to go home, because they wouldn't let him talk. At what point do you draw the line and say, okay, this is out of hand, you got to go? What What do you do? What, what was the alternative, I guess? I,
4: I hear music playing, and my response would be way too long, but... Because um, I want to move on to the other that's stuff. That's <laughs> the conversation that needs to happen. Now, instead of trying to explain what happened and justify whichever position you're on, we need to use it as an opportunity to sit down and figure out, okay, if this happens again, what are we going to do? Yeah. That's the conversation that needs to be happening.
3: Because if people refuse to go home, what's the
4: alternative? Uh, I, well, and, we've, and, we've seen one alternative, yeah. and we didn't like it, so we need to talk about a lesser So what lesser are the other response? alternatives? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. what is
3: that? Yes, I don't know. Build your house right there. I, I don't know.
4: <laughs> uh, we'll
3: move on. we got other stuff yes, to talk sure. about, too. John
0: Meredith. John Meredith. I did it. John Meredith. Yeah. Yeah, you got it right. You're What's listening time? to the okay. Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk.
1: Picked up a wreck, 231 at Bellhurst. That one's coming in as an injury type. Sounds like it's on the southbound side. Got one in Priceville, Morgan County, 67, right under I-65. No injury reported there. Have you ever tasted Popeye's ghost pepper wings? You get six of the wings and a biscuit for $4.99. Popeye's, University and Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane, Popeye's Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk you
6: can beat your toughest opponent you can beat your best time in the mile you can beat that old largemouth bass but one thing you should never try and beat is a train if a train is approaching don't risk your life trying to beat it because beating the train is a deadly game drive safe Alabama sponsored by ALDOT the Alabama Broadcasters Association in this station
7: The Humidor Pipe Shop,
3: Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. Were you born from
7: 1945 to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have Hepatitis C, but most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, you can still have Hepatitis C, a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, People can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC. We
2: paid less for a craftmatic today than
7: we did 20 years ago. If you're
0: still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's
7: Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand.
0: Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now.
2: Filling gaps and cracks around your home is a great way to stop drafts for the coming winter. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what to do with the really big ones right after this. Ready for some home improvement inspiration? Full episodes and seasons of Today's Homeowner TV are now available on Crackle and Prime Video. Grab your favorite streaming device and watch Danny Lipford and Chelsea Lifford-Wolf as they help real homeowners maintain and upgrade their homes. Get their expert how-to advice and simple solutions to make your house the best-looking one on the block. Watch for free on Crackle and on Prime Video for subscribers. Search for today's homeowner and start watching today. One of the best ways to save energy in your home this winter is by caulking the gaps and cracks around windows and doors. This prevents the transfer of air between heated and unheated spaces, so your furnace doesn't have to work as hard. The problem is, caulk alone is only effective in narrow cracks, which are about a quarter inch wide or smaller because it shrinks as it dries. To give the caulk some help in larger gaps, try using a foam backer rod first. These flexible foam tubes are available at building supply stores in several different Diameters. You simply push them into the gap with a putty knife or painter's tool until they're just below the surface. Then you apply the caulk to the top of them. I'm Danny Lifford with Tip for today's homeowner.
7: Sterling on Sunday, the excitement never stops. Fighting your neighbors who have better Halloween plans than you. We will have team coverage plus changing attire on the interstate. The real dangers exposed this Sunday night, Sterling on Sunday.
0: Oh, you little idiot. Sunday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. You
7: pay for this!
4: Only in the forest can you see this.
7: <laughs>
4: and this. And this. <laughs> But nothing beats the moment you see that.
0: That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of
7: possibilities.
1: I didn't know it could do that!
7: Because one trip to the forest can spark a world
1: of difference.
7: There are some moments only the forest can inspire.
4: Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or, create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org.
5: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. <laughs> nothing
4: you can do, nothing you can say, nothing.
0: Extreme Jeans, Family History Radio, Sunday evenings at 6 on WTKI Talk.
3: John Meredith is a candidate for Huntsville City Council District 5. He's the challenger. Big runoff on Tuesday. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a bit. Uh, for big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call all weather heating and air conditioning 256 852 8825. Alabama certification number 83073. I tell you what, I just, I, I don't know about you, I'm enjoying this. It is just been an awesome run, and it continues all the way into the latter part of next week. I mean, we warm up finally to the 80s by about Wednesday. Sunny today, 67. They've been they've been predicting 44 for the low for Friday night for a week, uh, and they're sticking with that, around 44 of the low tonight. Uh, sunny tomorrow, 72. Sunny Sunday, 74. We'll warm back up in the evening a little bit, 50, and then 49, and then 48, so we're kind of in that category. And then uh, again, warming up into the seventies and the uh, the end of about eighty by the time we get to Wednesday. So, wow, how awesome! Forty eight right now, Huntsville. Forty eight. Friday, Decatur. we're joined by daughter Anna from the Huntsville Hospital Wellness Centers. I should point that out, right?
6: Three locations: there you Met go. Mall, Jones Valley, and Madison.
3: All right. So, some of us, if you're an eating machine, you may or may not have a. Thing that says, you're full, you're full, you're full. That's a problem, isn't it?
6: Right. So we have two different appetite hormones. And we have one that tells us that we're hungry, ready to eat, and the second one that tells us that we're full. And they have found that people who are overweight and obese really don't produce the fullness hormone as well as people that are at a normal weight. So it's kind of a chicken and an egg, which came first, and they're still trying to determine that. But regardless, one thing you can do is think of a scale from 1 to 10. 1 being that you're starving and 10 being that you're stuffed. Thanksgiving Day would be a 10. Your goal after you eat is to be a four, five, or a six, which Mm. is just satisfied. Right. We don't want you hungry. We don't want you starving on a crash diet. But we also don't want you to feel like you've, you know, gotten something when you eat and feel like you have to be stuffed.
3: I've heard that there are tricks you can do, like drink more water before you eat or, or eat bulky things or, you know, stuff like that. Right. Does that help?
6: It does help. But getting to the root of mindful eating is the best practice that will help you lose weight in the long run. So simply deciding after you've eaten your plate and finished your meal... Think on that 1 to 10 scale where you are. Knowing if you're a 4, or 5, or 6, you can eat again when you're hungry. You don't good have to, to stuff yourself or get seconds or, or eat until the point of, of uncomfortable.
3: All right. Good idea. How do folks get in touch?
6: They can call 256-265-7100.
3: The Huntsville Hospital Wellness Center's John Meredith candidate huntsville city council district five runoff election on uh plus we have i think aren't aren't, aren't some fall breaking things going on as well
4: yes uh hcs schools will be out uh, yeah as well. it's gonna make Next it a little week.
3: more challenging i guess to get the turnout's <laughs> going to be important i look it, i don't want to spend all my time on this or yours because i don't think it's fair but just to wrap up this we've got the conversation goes on but i i i, I, I get back to my my problem with we can't even seem to under we can't agree. Maybe you and I can, mm-hmm. but but uh, to, to to enough a degree to talk about it. But there's some in our community we can't even define what a protester is. We're having trouble defining what a protester is in Portland. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's the um, problem with this. It's all a this national
4: stuff. thing, but. Part of that is we've allowed ourselves as a, as a nation, national community, uh, to redefine words, um, especially with a political uh, context to it. So certain things just don't mean what they used to mean. And for those that are hung up on the old meaning, well, it's a bridge too far. And there are certain words, uh, that, that do that to me
3: as well. I don't under... This is the part I'm not buying, right? Mm -hmm. I I mean, we looked at what happened in Atlanta. That got really strange around that Wendy's. Mm -hmm. and, And here it is, the model, not a model, the model for police departments around the country for community engagement. I can't believe that just went poof. And I don't believe it happened in Huntsville either. The relationship between police... And the community at large in Huntsville, I mean we recognize kids for 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 you know, for, for, you know civic achievement and everything i don 't believe that relationship got broken. I think we 're just in a weird time that 's where I think we are
4: we, we certainly are in a weird time. Um, I believe um, some of huntsville 's uh, um, gloss came off uh, on on the third. Uh, with the police response uh, uh, to the protesting um, and and that has to has to be allowed uh, to be addressed and, and redressed. Uh, but when it comes to individual officers on their out there stopping vehicles and responding to crime um, we 're pretty much stable and steady and haven 't seen. In Huntsville, what's happened on on the national scale and in, in, in various other cities, and I think that we're we're hopefully far from it, but I think because of what's happening at the national level and what happened in, at the courthouse square here, um, the community wants to engage in a conversation to know what their rights are, to know when they're being harassed by the police and when they're not. They want to know what is to be expected. Tell us what to expect and what behavior. But you
3: should know what to expect, shouldn't no, you? If, no. if you're given an extra hour and a half to leave and you don't want to leave, I mean, but, there, but, there should be some expectation no, I, there, but see, there? That,
4: that's a big crowd protest. But they're not third graders. But, they're but, not well, third graders, John. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the person that gets stopped at a red light at night. Right. Who's scared. Mm-hmm. Who's seen... Black men and women shot dead in their cars. And you have people in our community who believe they're going to be stopped
3: and shot by police in Huntsville?
4: They They may not think that they're going to get shot, but they are scared of the encounter. There are people in in minority communities, just not the black community. It's even worse in the Hispanic community. In the Hispanic community, you have people that won't even go get a driver's license in Huntsville. They go to Decatur. They go all the way to Coleman because of the way they're treated in the city of Huntsville. They, they fear it, and they're not going to do it. You have black people that won't pick up the phone to call... Um, to report a crime because they don't know if the cop that they're calling are gonna kill that that 16 year old who's robbing the street. And that street. That is what that's sad. But that's a reality that I'm not isn't sure how gonna much change. It is reality. But no, it's reality. A lot of it is theater. It's, it's, it's theater because to those what who don't. In it's theater city to those who don't live it. And that's what people who live it have the problem with. You're saying, ah, oh, that's not you personally, but mm-hmm. people are saying, well, no, that's your perception. Well, let's talk about my perception. How can we change my perception? What can you tell me other than I'm imagining it? To alleviate my
3: imagined fear. You realize in the 20s and 30s, that's how the mob ruled America, right?
4: Well, oh, we're, the cops, we're, we're not, yeah. but that's where we are. <laughs> but but that's where we are. For, there, for a while there, there was a, a black gentleman at the corner of Beetle and Waltriana Highway. He would be out there screaming and yelling at cars. Mm-hmm. Just screaming and yelling, looked like he was a mental health issue. Both my wife and I wanted and thought about it and talked about calling the police to do something for this man, but we didn't because we didn't want to be responsible for his mistreatment. And I'm telling you, it's real. So you People expected mistreatment
3: that. from H.P.D. We to didn't this guy. know.
4: We didn't. We didn't want to be the ones to call and then find out on the news the guy got killed. That's what I'm saying is We've reality. We reached a sad
3: point in America, that's, John. We reached reality. a really sad point in America. It's a reality. The statistics don't back all that up, and that, the that's the other reality. The statistics may
4: not, but my neighbors that hear this are going to know about that man on Beetle in Wall and know that they probably had the same thought.
3: Yeah, well, that that's where you need some kind of intervention at some point. Of course, he's not harming anybody. No, he's just screaming at people. But it is it is unsettling, yeah. if nothing else. All right, we spent a lot more time on this yeah. than I wanted to. Yeah. Let's get back to issues again. Why you think there needs to be a change in District Five? We're sure. going to give you an opportunity yes, to sir. do that in the next couple of segments. John Meredith, he's the challenger Huntsville City Council District Five. More coming up.
0: The Conservative Alternative, today at 2 on WTKI Talk.
1: Our newest wreck, 231 North near Meridianville, near Bellhurst. That one came in with an injury, but it sounds like it's been pulled off into a parking lot. 67 and I-65 in Morgan County under the overpass. No injury there. Are you tired of waiting through hundreds of resumes and still finding no right employee? Snelling can help. They do the legwork for you. 382 4000 Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. <laughs>
7: Tossing food wrappers and soda cups can be expensive. That $7.99 value meal you threw out the window could cost you $500 in fines. And if you don't learn your lesson the first time, a second fine will cost you $1,000. Put garbage in its place. Throw away your trash, not your cash. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station.
3: Group. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation.
2: Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi.
3: Our next level team researches
2: real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For
0: our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at lyosi The
1: 911, what is your emergency? Quick kid, him,
7: do Alright, where's the wound, sir? 911, what is your emergency? 911, please state your emergency.
0: Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. But it wasn't locked, it wasn't locked. Learn how to make your home safer at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. Miss Prager, this morning at eleven on WTKI Talk.
3: John Meredith is uh, running for Huntsville City Council District Five. You know, there's an election on Tuesday. Some people are out of town, though if they did the absentee thing, I guess you could still go do that if you want to. Um, all right. So you said it's really hard to beat an incumbent. I think at a lot of different levels, it is. <laughs> i uh, except I wonder what's going to happen to Decatur where they seem to be wanting a new mayor every four years thank god it 's not like that here uh we've had some stability yes um what about all right so again we've talked about the far flungness I love making up new words <laughs> the far flungness of uh of district five it's in limestone county it's in north Huntsville it's in west Huntsville it 's a little bit of everything um where Where do you see yourself making the most difference uh,
4: just Providing accountability, accessibility, and transparency to constituents. Right now, uh, the biggest complaint constituents have is that um, our incumbent is is, uh, non-responsive. You send them an email, nothing. You you call, nothing. Um, and, And you just don't have the ability to have your voice heard, to tell them what you think of a position the flip side of that is he does not communicate what's about to happen on council what he's considering supporting what he's opposing what it means to uh our, his constituency um the the last city council uh he seconded a motion that would that called for equal distribution of of road money uh among the five districts <clears throat> well the person that introduced the motion has about 4,500 miles of road. District 5 has well over 9,000 miles of district roads. Mm -hmm. An equal distribution of road money is unfair to the District 5. The mayor chimed in and said, you realize this is going to hurt your district more than any other. And, you know, the incumbent kind of blew him off. Devin Keith, council president, also chimed in. Hey, you realize this is going to hurt your people. Blew him off. Luckily, that motion got, got voted down, but there was no transparency to The people. He didn't tell anybody that he was going to support a motion that would cut, essentially, in half, given the road mileage, uh, for for the district. When Pam Hill stepped aside, Devin Keith and Francis uh, uh, Acreage were the council people that replaced her. Will Clover was nowhere to be found. We need to have our voices heard. We need to be able to, as constituents, go to his office and tell him how we feel, and then know that he will then take how we feel to the city council and that's what i will bring all right we'll let you do a little more politics at the end we always <laughs>
3: tell people give them the last word and we'll talk about a couple more things here as yes, far sir. as uh, i guess some reform in district five part of it's going to be i think eventually more districts I hate to say oh, that yeah. uh, more with john meredith coming up
0: he spent over 30 years talking to and about north alabama and he's not done yet Fred Holland on WTKI Talk.
7: I'm Liz Klayman, and this is the Fox Business Report.
2: Stock futures slumped overnight after news of President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump testing positive for the coronavirus. It creates uncertainty for investors. Markets will also be reacting today to the September employment report. Boeing confirms it's moving production of its 787 Dreamliner jumbo jet to South Carolina next year. Boeing is making the move to save money. Airlines are cutting back plans for buying new planes because of a continued slump in demand for air travel, Assembly of the Jumbo Jet is being moved out of its Everett plant north of Seattle. Uber Technologies says investment firm Greenbrier will be providing $500 million for its logistics business, Uber Freight. Uber will continue to control the unit. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosella. Invested in you.
7: Today, everyone is expecting you to maintain a new level of clean, from customers and employees to students and staff. CentOS has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. We'll keep you well-stocked with cleaning supplies, professionally laundered uniforms, and other essentials like face masks, hand sanitizer, and thermometers. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit CentOS.com and get ready for the workday.
1: Right near Meridianville, 231 near Bellhurst. That one is an injury time. Sounds like it's on the southbound side. Everything else accident-wise should be cleared out of the way. We're getting word that Chapel Hill in Decatur is closed this morning. Expert heart care backed by Advanced Technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team on Bob Wallace Avenue. Captain Nick and the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
5: We got a phone call that my son was using heroin, and
2: we had no idea. I can honestly say I felt like the world was ending.
4: It was tearing our family apart.
2: He just wasn't the same person anymore.
4: And then finally,
7: I said I had enough, and luckily my mom found Narconon. Narcan put me in full control of my life.
6: Call Narconon today at 877-959-0098. That's 877-959-0098.
1: Dr. Porter of Functional Chiropractic talks about pediatric chiropractic care. I think that chiropractic is best used as prevention. At Functional Chiropractic, about 30% of our patients are kids. Parents want the best for their kids, so they get them checked early. Chiropractic is about improving the nervous system. We see a lot of young kids dealing with neck pain and back pain or headaches, but it goes well beyond We have not just biomechanic aches and pains, but that same pressure on the nervous system that we can kind of feel through the muscles and joints has a lasting effect on how our body regulates itself. I would rather have my kids well-adjusted throughout their life so that they stay healthy. In fact, our motto is stay healthy, get adjusted. Go straight to our website, funchiropractic.com. Functional Chiropractic. FunChiroPractic.com
0: Philosophically speaking, oh, do we have to? Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. All right, we're up 48.
3: Sunshine today, 67. Oh, by the way, we should mention uh, for big rebates and low payments, on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All their Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825, Alabama Certification Number 83073. Yeah, this pattern's going to continue all the way through into next, the latter part of next week. And tonight, down to 44, our big low. And the Harvest Moon, loving that stuff. Hey, you know, bundle up a little bit isn't exactly the worst thing in the world. Um, John Meredith is uh, the challenger for District 5 uh, Huntsville City Council runoff coming up on Tuesday. You know, you and I have had this conversation a number of times. Um, and, and it's funny how some people get it and some people don't because we'll hear all these here and see all these political ads about the special interests and I'm going,
4: mm. we all have a special interest. Come on everybody. right yes, sir. everybody does.
3: It, it just everybody's is different. Sometimes we're unified, sometimes we're not. but you, you made an interesting comment at, at the at, at, off the air when we were chatting. You said what what ha- needs to happen in district five is everybody needs to become a lobbyist. Yeah, which is kind of what your way of saying everybody needs to become active if they really want change, b- because it's kind of hard to manage the well, the, the geography. I'm guessing wh- what
4: right? I meant by it was approach it. The way I did when I served as a lobbyist, you you go and you, you meet with the elected official. And what I'm offering outside of the transparency and accountability is that accessibility. I will be at City Hall three days a week, all day, open door policy. Anybody, constituent or otherwise, that has to issue before the council or wants considered before the council or to complain about something the council did, Come see me. That's, that's all the lobbyists do is they come, they sit down, they express their opinion, and they try to get you to do one thing or the other. As constituents, that's your right. Start using it. Start coming down and telling us what you want us to do, what you want government to do so that we can do what you want you know, us to we do.
3: We as an electorate are pretty lazy when you think about it, right? We only get mad every four years or every six years or whatever it happens to be. We don't engage
4: during the middle, right? And that's where all of the real work happens. That's why you need to come down after the election and say, hey, we voted for you. This is what we want. Instead, we go back to our homes and, and our daily grind and, and we don't follow up. People got to follow up. Come down, see me, tell me what you want. Hold my feet to the fire. That's, the squeaky that's wheel the gets big the grease, difference. right? And district, five, <laughs> and district 5 needs to be that squeaky wheel right now. We are being left behind. Um, not a single entertainment district in, in District 5, you know. Very little retail once you get out of those major portions. Now, we have good-paying jobs and, and industry and all of that, absolutely, and we're, we're proud of that. But we need to be sending mixed uh... development neighborhoods out north uh... you know when i say north like north over capshaw uh... instead of just these these uh... developments that are nothing but rooftops mm-hmm. make them uh um, multi-use make sure that there's a, a a dry cleaners or an accountant or or other services for that neighborhood don't make them have to drive ten twenty miles across the arsenal to get those services that they need right there in their neighborhood those are the sorts of things that, that District five needs to be craving about. Plus out west policing's a completely different issue. Out there, we need a substation so that response time isn't an hour, hour and a half. We need a substation. We need that mixed development because it triggers more fire and police protection for a general area. For the voice of the mayor, uh, more, more, more square miles than
3: the city of Los Angeles. Wow. We got a lot of, lot of turf. Yes. it's amazing. Yes. All right. You always get the last word. Why John Meredith, uh, Huntsville City Council, District 5 on Tuesday?
4: I'll bring Unity. I will allow the people to express their voice, not just on Election Day, but every day in between. Vote for John Meredith, for better roads, for better quality education, uh, for police reform, um, to take care of the absentee landlord issue once and for all. Uh, Those are the things that I want to put and work for for on day one to help the citizens of District 5.
3: All right. They want to go look you up. Where do they find your campaign?
4: Uh, Facebook is John Meredith for Huntsville City Council. And the World Wide Web is uh, votejohnmeredith.com. All
3: right. Great seeing you. Thank you. Uh, Good luck on Tuesday.
4: Thank you very much. All right. And don't forget to vote for John Meredith on this coming Tuesday. I think he's running. Yes. Yes, he is. I think so. Thank you, Huntsville.
6: Republicans use offensive words.
0: Capitalism and freedom. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. My caretaker was
3: very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough.
0: Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA Grant number 18VA, VS050, the ABA, and this station. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be Interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI.